Hello there, newcomer. Welcome to the Life Tips Podcast. My name is Nate, and I'm here to help you navigate through important situations that affect our everyday lives and provide a roadmap for you to make the best decisions in the future. The fun part is that each topic is unique to whatever you're going through, and it doesn't matter your youth or gender. Everyone can benefit. So sit back, enjoy the ride, and let's discover how we can live our best life today. Enjoy. Hey world, it's Nate. Welcome back to another Life Tips podcast episode. As usual, I just want to reiterate that you're listening to this podcast live on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more thanks to Anchor. Everything is free. The app is free. Distribution to streaming platforms is free. You can even make money off your podcast. It's a one-stop shop for podcast development. So all you have to do to get started is go to www.anchor.fm, download the app to your Android or iOS device, and start recording. Anchor's amazing. Love that they're backing me. And I'll mention something else about them real quick. Their customer service is impressive. I mean, they reply back to your emails within five minutes. That's how amazing this company is. So... Yeah. Anyway, that's Anchor for you. If you're interested, go to that website link, download the app, start recording your podcast after you set it up. All right. So we have two months left in 2019. And we are now just over... Three days away from Thanksgiving. Wow, that is absolutely amazing. Three days away from Thanksgiving at this point. So if you remember last episode, part one, I asked, what are you grateful for? Because um just wanted to cap off this this year with deep podcast episodes around the major holidays, this one being Thanksgiving. So again, last podcast episode, part one, I wanted to find out what you were all grateful for and give you some hints on what I'm grateful for and why. This time, in part two, we're more specifically going to dive into how we're going to keep what we have. Because it's one thing to be grateful for what you have. It's another thing to have things continuously go on and have to work hard to keep it intact. Like friendship, for example. If you have lifelong friends like I do or best friends... They stay your friends, yeah, but you have to continuously work to keep those friendships intact over 
the next, you know, however many years of friendship you've got. And so, since friendship was the main thing that I specifically talked about in the last podcast, you're probably wondering, okay, Nate, how are you going to keep your best friends around, friends for life around, and keep up your chances at love? Well, here's the plan. Basically broke the plan down into three categories. The first plan starts off with my best friends. Obviously, that you know, those being Galena, Raven, Becca. Obviously, Becca and I are going on eight years of friendship next year. And so one of the things that we mentioned in our special episode that we're going to try to do is that one of us is going to have to fly to see the other. And it's probably going to end up being me because I will actually be able to get that time off from my job and actually go. She most likely won't. So I'm probably going to have to be the person that's going to have to get on a plane and pay $200, $300 and fly down to Florida to visit her. That's not a problem. I'll do that. What that's going to do for us is it's going to replicate a similar effect that I'm having right now with Galena and what I will eventually have with Raven. So Galena and Raven, I both met them face to face not long after meeting them on social media. Of course, it took a little bit longer with me and Raven. But still, now that we're all in similar life situations, we're all going to have cars in 2020. I'm sure things will change where Galena can get a different car uh, that, you know, will be a more of an upgrade that won't uh, give her any issues. Or she'll just, you know, keep what she has and continue to fix it up and work on it, whichever way she wants to do that. But the point is, in 2020, we're all going to have cars, all three of us. And since these two ladies live here with me in the area, we will be able to see each other a lot more frequently. So one month I'll probably spend with Raven, the other month I'll spend with Galena, or might break it up into weeks. Probably will spend a week with Galena and then the other week with Raven and then kind of bounce it back. But the point is that every month or every other month just depends on timing, scheduling, et cetera, et cetera, we are going to hang out. We're going to do something. Drive. One of us is going to drive to see each other. The other one of us is going to, you know, do the same. We're, there's going to be that balance. But the point of doing that is to grow the friendship, grow the best friendship to such a level where, again, wedding season will be beneficial for the both of us because we'll automatically know I want you in my wedding or at least I want you to be present at my wedding. Again, depends on what we want to do. And so that's the same thing that's going to happen with me and Becca in 2020 after we finally meet in person. It's not going to start happening immediately just because Becca and I live in different states. But every so often, I probably would say every 
four months, maybe three, four months or so, something like that. I'll fly to see her and um, we'll enjoy each other's company physically and we'll continue to talk on the phone more as frequent as more frequently as we're doing now and uh probably a little bit more frequently because our jobs won't be driving us crazy but between snapchat messaging and talking on the phone we'll, we'll make the most of it uh, but the point is that with all three of my best friends we're going to continue to do these little things in our friendship to refine it to make it better and to grow it so that as we all continue to grow in ages and we get into our 30s and beyond, it'll be way more smooth and it won't be as crazy hectic to be friends. So that's basically it. Like That's what we're building up to, where we can be in our 30s and pretty much enjoy our friendship. A little bit more because we'll have more freedom to do certain things versus, you know, having to keep it the way it is right now. And the other thing is that loyalty. I'm loyal to them. They're loyal loyal to me. We're going to continue to be loyal to each other point blank until the end of time. So, yeah. And then, you know, specifically with Galena, we'll be seeing each other a little bit more than me and Raven and hanging out every so often, actually every couple of months or so. That's basically going to be what happens is that we get together. And I'll mention this in a later podcast episode towards the end of the season. But again, this is something that I never had before. Ever. At least in my adult life. In high school, yeah, I had it. In my adult life, since turning 18, nope, didn't have this. I'm just now developing it at 25, which is kind of crazy. So moving forward, it's going to be imperative that we continue to cultivate these things with each other, all three of us, which will make life that much more amazing. But there's a little bit more to it. Friends for life. Those 11 friends I referenced, I was just getting started. More people will join the Friends for Life ranks over the next several years. That comes in with getting my car. I should have my car by summertime of 2020, which will allow me to start traveling more places and enjoying myself outside of the work environment. That's basically where I'm at now. I'm at the point now where career life is stable. I don't have to worry about switching jobs. I'm good in that department. It's just a matter of friends for life and actually cultivating what I have with my best friends with my friends for life and doing basically the exact same thing. Talking here and there, hanging out physically. It comes down to community. So there's a life tip right there. Find a community, develop a community, get involved with a community. 
Because you don't want to be in this consistent cycle of going to work 9 to 5 or running your business from sunup to sundown every single day of the week and then nothing. Or you go to work, run your business, come home and it's family. Or or worse, boredom, not knowing what to do. I actually know someone right now who's in that phase. She's a great friend of mine. She moved away. She left. She moved to a different state for her job. And the friends that she does have are literally co-workers. That's cool. She needs friends. But the point of me mentioning that is that that happens a lot of times in this age, in this time frame of life. Move away. You go to a different state, maybe for work. You're, you're established there. You've got your apartment, got your job. You're good to go. Got all your insurance, got your payment stuff set up. You're good to go. No need to worry about anything else for the next several months. You're good. The hard part is making friends, finding a community, being a part of something. That's not just true for moving out of state to a different place. That's true if you're staying in state sometimes, especially the area where I live. There is literally nothing to do out here. Home and work are literally within walking distance. Getting a car for me would not be pointless, but I wouldn't be driving as many miles to work. It's literally just going around the corner and then coming home, going around the corner. So for me, the miles I would put on my car would be completely dedicated to my social life. And when I say it's boring out here, guys, I'm not exaggerating. In this part of the state that I'm in, it's boring. There's nothing to do out here. I literally have to travel into the nation's capital or into some of the surrounding cities just to do stuff. And yes, I have my church family. And yes, I have the young adults at church. We're starting to do things. Starting. But the, but that buildup is, is going to take a little bit of time to get stable. So I'm still kind of in a struggle zone in that department. And it's going to get even worse in next year in 2020 because new family dynamics. I'm telling you, when, it, when a sibling gets married, it changes everything. So not only will I have the, the stress and pressure of being the next person up, in the family, it'll just be even crazier because I'll have to find a way to keep myself going when I'm not spending time with parents, primarily because my other sister will just be chilling and living her best life. So... Yeah, 
it's not easy to do these things, guys, especially now. Like, again, we're not kids anymore. We've got responsibilities to take care of, bills to pay. But we can't use that as an excuse either. We still have to invest, still have to put in work. And so the last point that I wanted to just make here was take advantage of the chances that I have at falling in love. That kind of ties in with the last point too, but a wise person in the family once told me that I'd likely be looking at multiple girlfriends before finding the right one to marry, which is true. This also means that I'm going to have many chances at falling in love over the next couple years, 25, 26, 27, 28. 29, 30. 25 is just the starting point of the next five years. And so, pretty much, that's the other life tip. Don't rush falling in love. No, absolutely not. But realize that even if you're talking to someone right now, that, or even if you're getting to know someone right now, that one person is not the one that you're going to end up marrying unless, one, God tells you, or two, the signs and signals just come together to prove that that person is the right one to put a ring on. Other than that, you're most likely looking at a bunch of different girlfriends or boyfriends if you're a female before finding the one that you're going to marry. But see, that's why it's important to be grateful for these opportunities that have not come yet, because you know that you've got a good foundation, you've got a good setup now. And so your job is to continue to live your best life, Trust God in all things. That is, again, if you believe in God, I do. So trust God in all things. Live your best life. And then gradually as life goes along, you'll meet someone. And don't don't meet this person and then automatically walk down the aisle. That's not smart. My recommendation is that before you get married, at least date for three to five years prior to engagement. That's my plan. So whoever I end up dating right now, if I were to date somebody right now, I want to date for a good at least year starting out. And then we make it past a year, we'll go into two years and then more years. But the point is, it's not rushed. The timeline is slow going, continuing to do the little things we're doing now, get to know each other, take it up a notch, and enjoy life. That's literally what I'll be doing next year. So, yeah. Gratefulness. Friends and family and those are just the things that I wanted to mention that I was grateful for. There's so, 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 so many more things that you could say regarding being grateful. And I don't know, maybe you do have 
a multiplicity of other things that you're grateful for this holiday season. Talk about it. Tell someone about it. Tell God about it. It's good to be grateful. It's good to be thankful. So enjoy your Thanksgiving, guys. Life tips. We'll be back in December for the last several episodes, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Hope you are too. God bless. Peace.